0: Welcome to the Illinois Soy Podcast. Enjoy. Today, I'm speaking with soybean agronomist, Dan Davidson, farmer and CCA from Nebraska. Davidson is the research and technical consultant for the Illinois Soybean Association and advises growers across the Midwest on best management practices. He's also a contributing writer dispensing timely agronomic and crop production advice for many news outlets, including IllSoy Advisor. Davidson holds a doctorate degree in agronomy from Washington State University. Welcome to the show today, Dan. It's good to have you here.
1: Well, thank you very much, Jill. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Excellent. Well, you've been with the Illinois Soybean Association for a few years now, but for those listeners who may not know, can you just give us a brief background on yourself and your work with soybean production in Illinois?
1: Well, uh... And have an interesting history with soybeans. As an agronomist working in the corn belt, we think we know a lot about soybeans. And on a family farm in Nebraska, uh, we had very low yielding soybeans. And actually, for five or six years, seven years, we didn't plant soybeans at all, just planted corn. But then some guys had some better ways to grow soybeans, and they encouraged me to try a few things. And we did. And uh, essentially, our soybean yields. Uh, almost uh went up uh twenty bushels an acre. I must admit back in the back when we started working on this, we had about a thirty five bushel average and when the guys encouraged me to start doing some things with the soybeans, actually managing them like the managed corn all of a sudden, we were producing fifty five bushels soybeans and only in a matter of one year that there was a better way to produce ligands. I came to then I came to start working in Illinois back in uh, 2011 as first the research director of the Illinois Soybean Association and then uh, after doing that for a couple of years I stepped back and became more of a technical consultant and agronomist. I began to work with soybeans in Illinois and when I found when I arrived in Illinois it was sort of the same attitudes that a lot of farmers had about soybeans that uh, they were a crop to rotate with corn there was no real real potential. We didn't really want to invest anything, and we just accepted what we got. And uh, I knew there was a better way that we could, the we being industry extension Illinois Soy, we could impact that and change that.
0: That's just great! What a good story of learning to see soybeans as more than just a rotational crop. So Dan, when you first started working in Illinois, what did you consider was the state or level of production practices here? Well, uh,
1: pretty basic. Uh, people bought the varieties from the seed people, you know, whatever varieties, you know, the best variety they could. And uh, in about ten years ago, seed treatments on soybeans became starting to become pretty common. I remember giving a talk in Champaign about seed treatments in soybeans in twenty eleven. And we're just on the advent of that breaking out But at the time, you planted corn, you managed corn, you planted soybeans, put the seed in the ground, uh, you sprayed it with Roundup pretty much is all you did to keep the weeds out, uh, and you fertilized corn and let soybean scavenge. That was kind of the state of the art of soybean production across much of the corn belt. Put the seed in the ground, keep the weeds at bay, and uh uh, fertilized corn, not the soybean scavengers. That was sort of the state of the art at the time. Uh, and seed treatments were just uh, starting to come on the market uh, in a big way in 2010 and 2011. And soybean yields were, you know, 45 bushels in the south, uh, 40, 45 bushels in southern Illinois, 55, 60 bushels in central and northern Illinois at the time. Uh, just, uh, Just, uh, not a great yield for soybeans when they have much more potential.
0: So in addition to uh, seed treatments, um, over the past decade, what changes have you seen in technology adoption in Illinois soybean production?
1: Oh well, uh, wow. It's, it's, it's just been amazing to watch soybean yields uh, increase in Illinois the last 10 years. You know, on average, the average um, yield went up, has gone up at least 10 bushels, and for some growers, much more than that. Uh, of course, seed treatments now are taken for granted. Uh, you know, more soybean seed is going to be that's sold and put in the field is going to be treated. Oftentimes, at the dealer, we have seed treatments have gotten better. Maybe three or four active ingredients: three fungicides, ones uh insecticide, maybe a biological or something some sort. So that's really changed. The seed treatments have gotten better. Of course, we don't want to discount that genetics have gotten better. Uh, Soybean yields. uh, When I first came to Illinois, I remember uh, Brian Davis, University of Illinois, giving a talk at a U.S.D. meeting that soybean yields were genetically the genetic gain in soybean yields was a third of bushel per year. Now we look forward 10 more years from now. Now we see soybean yields increasing genetically about two-thirds of bushel per year. So. Plant breeders and breeding strategies have done a much better better job of in increasing soybean yields genetically. We have seed treatments. Now many farmers realize you have to fertilize soybeans independent of corn. You just can't let them scavenge. Uh, so they're fertilizing soybeans. And you know, the whole, whole earlier application of, of a fungicide and insecticide uh, has become very commonplace today. Both in corn and soybeans. I know that we should call a good IPM practices to you know, only spray when the pest is present or there's a risk of mm-hmm. pest or a threat of disease. But there's something to say about good plant health, protecting that foliage with the soybeans against disease, stress, insects. You know, all that adds up, adds up to more bushels today. But to summarize, that you know, growing soybeans is really a very complex system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all begins with planting soybeans earlier, back in April, if the weather permits. Uh, planting early, using a seed treatment, having the right uh, foliar protection plan, and trying to minimize any stress. So you have to put together a package, a systems approach, when you do that, the soybeans will, will really yield, right? They really will surprise you that they have as much upside yield potential as corn hens. But it takes tighter management, a better, more complete system to achieve that uh, than it would take in corn.
0: Yeah. We, we, you've talked a little bit about growers' attitudes. Um, when you first started working with soybean producers in, in Illinois, what are their attitudes towards soybean production now?
1: Well, you, you know, before you planted as a rotation crop of corn, uh, you are trying to minimize your investment, and you took what you got because you know you're going to benefit the next year. Today, so many growers uh, so many growers have discovered that they can produce higher soybean yields. In a year like in 2018, uh, soybean yields 70 in central Illinois, 70, 80, 90, even 100 bushels of soybeans went on 100. The farmer's attitudes have, have changed so much about soybeans that if you invest in soybeans, if you manage them right, you plan early; they will they will really yield, I mean, surprisingly well. I mean, you know, soybeans can actually compete very well with corn on a yield and profitability basis, you know, when the prices are right. So the attitudes have changed. Soybeans are uh, gaining ground, uh, taking back ground from corn, as uh, those realize that if they manage them right and invest in them, the soybeans will will be very profitable. So the attitudes have changed. Uh, across the Corn Belt, but in Illinois particularly, as we can see by the, well, the acre reports and the production reports out of Illinois, and the average yield, uh, rumors are realizing soybeans do have a lot of outside potential.
0: For sure. So Dan, during your eight or nine years with the Illinois Soybean Association, how has ISA helped Illinois growers achieve higher yields?
1: But it's a very interesting, uh, very interesting uh, path. Uh, the Illinois Soybean Association has its yield contest and they launched it. first year was in 2010 and of course it's ongoing this year. Uh, you know, in the early years of the yield challenge, uh, it was actually a side-by-side comparison and we saw, you know, yields in the 50s and 60 bushels, right? People were trying one or two technologies and against the standard. But since 2014, when they started adopting a yield contest, an actual contest, uh, we really see farmers starting to do a lot of interesting things with soybeans, and the yields have blown up to in the yield contest 70, 80, 90. You know, last year I think there were in 2018 over 15 farmers over 100 bushels. So the yield contest has really shown as shown the community of farmers in Illinois that soybeans can yield. You know that people that manage them right soybeans have a lot of upside potential. It doesn't matter if you're in southern Illinois, central Illinois, or northern Illinois, that if you manage them right soybeans can yield. The other things ISA has been involved in uh, annually since uh, 2012 they've had these soybean summits that we've moved around the state bringing in speakers and talking about soybean management and helping educate producers on better techniques uh, for producing soybean and some of these technologies on there. One of the really big tools I think have been very helpful is that uh, the Soybean Association of Illinois like at Chekhov has lots of ill advisor website, which is a really non-commercial soybean management website that dispenses practical management information about soybeans to the growers in Illinois and actually the all-state barriers. One of the nice parts of that website is that the last several years, four or five years, since it's launched, we recruit some CCAs in Illinois to provide content in season. Uh, they write blogs and practical management, post them there. So the Illinois advisor is kind of a one-of-a-kind website on uh, soybean management, non-commercial, covers everything about management, a little bit on sustainability, profitability, Really focused on producing high-yield soybeans um, profitably and sustainably in Illinois. Now it's just a great tool to have out there.
0: Yes, for sure. So, what are the next frontiers um, for soybean production?
1: Yeah, I think about that often because of the yield contest in Illinois. What are the next new things coming? Right. We know that planting date has had a tremendous effect on improving soybean yields. Plant early. That if you can in April, that gives you more time to produce more pods. But I think about the next frontiers what are coming? Where can we get those next bushels out of soybeans? You know, take if you're at a 70 bushel, how do you get to 80? If you're at 80, how do you get to 90? You know, some people are playing around putting starter fertilizer down in uh, giving that plant that extra edge to get out of the ground. When you're talking about foliar protection, which usually is that R3 on soybeans uh to protect it for you know one to two weeks what about r5 when we're really filling those plots out r5 and r6 and trying to protect plant health is there some benefit for uh, another application at r5 or so r five and a half? a half uh we have this whole world of biologics now both plant and soil-based biologics uh that might have a, a huge impact on soybean years so the frontiers in front of us we know we have to – the management we're using today is working. Genetics are going to continue to improve. Uh, you know, will starters play a role? I think they will. I think that a later foliar application, uh, the plant protectant, might be useful in a, in a high-yield situations. And you know, a lot of farmers are starting to put on foliar feeding as well with the making a pass in the field. We're still on some extra nutrients to make sure the plant's not wanting for anything. You know, all those things I think are going to sort themselves out in the next five years and we'll be moving to the next, next. you know, these are the next frontier. What are these next best management practices growers can adopt to take their soybean yields to the next level, be it at 50 to 60 or 70 to 80? And I think when the weather cooperates, we'll begin to see packages of farmers producing or adopting packages of technologies to get at that. Hundred bushel uh, realm for soybeans that we now know is very very possible.
0: Yeah. So, with the adoption of these best management practices, what does this mean for the future of soybean production um, in Illinois?
1: Illinois has been leading the pack on soybean yield and production in the in the U.S. Uh, now for quite some time. Last five six years. Uh, all because farmers are adopting technology. So I think the future is great uh, for certain introduction that Illinois can can continue to lead the way by identifying and packaging together the right technologies, uh, you know, with tools like ILSO advisor with the yield contest. You know, this kind of information coming out of Illinois uh, really puts Illinois in a kind of a showcase position, a leadership position that a lot of states can look to and follow as they also endeavor to produce higher yields. So I think the future of soybeans is real bright in Illinois. We know that soybeans yield. Now many, many growers know how to get there. Uh, to this point, a lot of things have been, a lot of the technologies being adopted are kind of what I call low-hanging fruit, right? Planting early, right? That was a, that's kind of a no-brainer. Protecting your foliage, right? uh, seed treatments, right? If you go to the next level, it becomes a little bit more challenging, a little bit harder, right? To find those technologies that will give us the gains that, that we got the last 10 years, but they're there and farmers and agronomists and companies will discover these things and be sharing that information. So I, I just believe the future for soybean production and yield is pretty promising.
0: Excellent. Well, on that optimistic note, I just wanna thank you, Dan, for sharing your thoughts with us today on soybean production. Uh, any last comments before we head out?
1: No, it's, uh, it'll be, uh, 2019 will be an interesting year. Some soybeans got planted early, many, many got planted late. Uh, a lot of rain up front, wet soils, some saturated soils, and then followed by a little drier season this summer. It's very interesting to see how soybeans will yield this season. But I want to remind people back in 2012 when we had a terrible drought that basically terminated corn, soybeans just sat stagnant in the field and survived. They just sat there. And when the rains returned in mid-August, wow, soybeans flowered. They produced pods. And yields were not that far from average. So because what happens when August begins this week if we have a August month with the rain and moderate temperatures and that, that extends out in September. So I mean it's gonna be very, very well eliminated after a very, very tough start.
0: hmm For sure. Well thank you so much for joining us, Dan.
1: Uh, thank you, Jill.
0: Again that was Dan Davidson research and technical consultant for the Illinois Soybean Association, speaking about the evolution of soybean production in Illinois over the last decade. If you're interested in this topic and any other soybean management resources, you can visit www.ilsoyadvisor.com. That's ilsoyadvisor.com to learn more. This has been an Ilsoy Advisor podcast. Thanks for tuning in.